Let me tell you about my Patriot Supply. Uh, when things hit the fan, they're going to hit the fan quickly. Uh, and we are not out of a danger zone. In fact, I think we're entering into the danger zone. Didn't happen the way we thought it might um, because Trump ended up losing, they say. So we didn't have to have all the riots in the streets from the left. Uh, but those are coming, believe me. And when trouble comes, you are going to want food. You're going to want emergency supplies. Don't rush to the grocery store at the last minute. Earlier this year, my Patriot Supply, the stock was wiped clean. They were out for a long time. Well, they've stocked up and they're ready now. Don't wait. Please don't wait until they're wiped out again. Get your emergency food kits today. Uh, They last 25 years. They're really healthy. They're good for you um, and really good as well. My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Go there. Start your preparedness now with MyPatriotSupply.com. 15 seconds. I want to quote two tweets. The media, political class, street rioters spent the past year ratcheting up social tensions. Then they framed the election as a choice. Vote for Trump and we keep going. Vote for Biden and return to normal. It's a form of extortion, but it worked. Voters said, make it stop. The second tweet. The ballots are still being counted, but Joe Biden is already declaring he has a mandate on systematic racism and AOC is creating a list of people to purge from public life. What what is what does all of this mean? Well, the guy who exposed the the government agencies that were teaching critical race theory Christopher Rufo, he's the guy who wrote those last two tweets. He'll tell you what's coming our way in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right. Citigroup just renewed their extremely bullish call for gold uh, up to $2,500 an ounce. They're not the only ones. We were just talking to Kevin Freeman a few minutes ago, and I didn't get to uh, gold or, or Bitcoin. Reason why Bitcoin is up uh, the way it is, a couple of reasons. There's major investors and institutions that are now coming online. That's about two years after we predicted it, uh, but it is now happening. Bitcoin's still up around 19,000, 20,000. Gold is at, you know, near all time highs uh, again. If the dollar, if they do the things that Janet Yellen was saying that they're going to do, we're in. We're in a real hard time with the dollar. It, they're projecting a 30% loss of value on your dollar. That means for every $100 you have, you'll only have 70 in buying power. 
And it is really bad if you shop at Walmart and Target and everything else, because those are all imports where it will be really bad. So it's going to hit the the people who have saved, the people who have done the right thing, and the people who are at the bottom end, much more than the top end. But it's going to be bad. Can you please, please just call today, call Goldline, and find out uh, what this means, this devaluation. Put in some percentage of your portfolio. I don't even think I have a portfolio. I hate that word. If you have something in 401k, you have something at all in the stock market, or you have savings, you have it under your bed, make sure that you have something that is a hedge against a U.S. dollar devaluation. Goldline is offering up to 6% in free promotional medals for qualifying retirement account purchases right now. So don't wait to call. It's not too late. Call 866-GOLDLINE. Standing by to talk to you right now. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Christopher Rufo, welcome to the uh, welcome to the program. You are the guy. You. you are the guy who has done so much work on exposing critical race theory um, and and showing it in our own government, which is really uh, the shadow government kind of stuff that you would never think that the government officials are teaching other government employees that America is bad and systematically racist. But that's exactly what's happening. Uh, Donald Trump did a lot to stop all of that when he found out. It's all going back in, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's what they're saying. There was a document that circulated from a consulting firm that was mapping out the potential Biden administration's first 100 days. And the executive order banning critical race theory, unfortunately, was one of the first things uh, they're going to get rid of uh, should he become president. What does that mean? Well, I mean, there's still a, a bit of debate. You know, it's uh, it's a it's a very uh, a stressful period, and um, I, I I always want to get all of the facts, all the information. Um, I, it, to, to me personally, it looks like uh, Biden will become president. It looks like he won, uh, but I'm always leaving a room open for new facts and new evidence. But what does it mean if our government uh, now no longer is even hiding it? Uh, and you have an administration that is as radical as some of these people are in this administration. I think they make I think they make the Obama administration look really kind of calm, uh, quite frankly, in the things that they could do. But introducing critical race theory, not only in the government agencies, but uh, Janet Yellen said that she is going to make the uh, goal one of the goals of the. Uh, Treasury Department to be about equity, to make sure that, you know, we have everybody is even and everybody is getting a piece of this. Yeah. And, you know, the Treasury Department is probably the most ideologically charged agency, which was a huge surprise to me. But I have sources within the Treasury Department that say uh, there is an agency, the Office of Women and Minority Inclusion, uh, that bombards Treasury employees on a daily basis with critical race theory propaganda. Uh, they're always hosting events, including with former uh, fellow travelers of the Communist Party that have denounced the United States during tr- official Treasury Department events. So um, these activists that in the 1960s were 
uh, in the streets, on the outside, kind of pummeling the institutions uh, that they believe were too conservative. Uh, fast forward 50 years and the same kind of people, the same ideas that were the counterculture are now in charge of our institutions and in charge of the bureau- federal bureaucracy in particular. Uh, it's a dangerous time and a dangerous moment. And I think we have to be one of the first uh, s- societies in history to have a government uh, that funds uh, activists uh, that hate the government, hate the state and hate the nation. I-, I talked to some people over in London a couple of weeks ago and they said, because I've always thought London was crazy. England was crazy. France was even more crazy. And uh, they were talking to me about the reality on the ground over there and saying, you guys are way ahead of us. You're you are you're leading the world in some of this craziness now. Yeah, we absolutely are. No, I I think what you've seen in in England and France uh, and other European countries is there's been a kind of populist right that has been able to uh, take power uh, to win votes and then to exercise power. Uh, in a way that would marginalize the opponents and marginalize the most extreme elements. And uh, you see this uh, throughout Europe. And I I think, you know, looking back to the last four years, uh, Trump's presidency, I think, uh, unfortunately, was a bit late to the game. I think these things were kind of hiding in the shadows, uh, were kind of sneaking around, um, and he didn't have uh, the time or wherewithal to really uh, put his foot down. And I think that Any future Republican administration, one of the first things they have to do is uh, do a top to bottom, a top to bottom audit of all federal programs, of all uh, federal research grants uh, and get rid of anything that is anti-American in nature. Uh, The president is the chief executive and and frankly should have the, the, the freedom and and flexibility to say, we don't agree with these values. We're shutting it down. Well, it would be you would seem part of the oath to protect and defend uh, the Constitution from any uh, enemies, foreign or domestic. Uh, But I don't think they interpret it that way uh, anymore. Unfortunately, I don't even know if they even actually mean the words or think about the words when they're saying them. You said uh, media, political class, street writers spent the last year ratcheting up social tensions. Uh, You went on to say the ballots are still being counted, but Joe Biden is already declaring he has a mandate on systematic racism and AOC is creating a list of people to purge from public life. Scratch a progressive, find a totalitarian time to push back. Christopher, what do you mean time to push back? How does the average person do that? You know, you have to you have to stand up and speak out. And, and the thing is, is with all of these programs, all of these kind of hyper progressive uh, race based justice programs, uh, it's not just being fought in Washington, D.C. It's not just being fought in national elections. Uh, these things have permeated almost every uh, school district and local government in the country, especially in the urban centers. And uh, it's up to people to find out what's happening uh, in their local school districts and their local government and their county governments uh, and actually organize and push back to publicize information, give documents to the press, raise a raise a stink uh, in public meetings, because uh, this is really a fight. And the, the left, uh, unfortunately, is, you know, Pete Buttigieg's old campaign staff established a website and a database to uh, to track every Trump supporter, uh, every Trump attorney, every Trump administration official, uh, and they're going to go around and try to blacklist them from polite society, from jobs, from professorships. Um, conservatives are really being marginalized, and the left um, 
uh, only understands one thing. The left understands power. It's part of their theory. Uh, in critical race theory, for example, they reduce all kind of positive values uh, to a kind of camouflage for naked power. So uh, this isn't something we can debate intellectually. We actually have to create a ballast or a counterweight uh, that can push back in a form of organized power because uh, that's the only thing is that, that's going to stop them. Do you think you're on that list? Uh, yeah, I probably am on the list, you know, yeah. uh, but uh, uh, I have, uh, fortunately, uh, great, great supporters, uh, great employers. And, uh, you know, I, I'm a, a man of the political right. So uh, this comes with the territory. It doesn't yeah. actually bother me to be on that kind of list. Um, but I, I think I think of a lot of people that I that I know who are uh, corporate employees or tech employees uh, or or even just, uh, you know, average citizens that are terrified to speak out. I mean, if you are a conservative Republican, um, just voicing your opinion right now uh, is a kind of dangerous act. And uh, I, I feel for all those people. And I, I try to be a voice for them and try to give them courage uh, to stand up for what they believe in. So the only time I've experienced that is when I worked at CNN. Uh, I have been blessed enough to work uh, in companies that, you know, supported both sides. And since 2000, I've owned my own company. So, you know, what am I going to do uh, out myself as some sort of hate monger? Um, but I, I can't imagine what it is is like to work in some of these companies. And it is only going to get worse with the Treasury Department now saying, uh, you know, the, the boardrooms have to have this certain kind of makeup, et cetera, et cetera. They are not going on merit. They are going on gender and race. Uh, and, you know, the average person, I know a, a good friend of mine is an architect, and he said he was listening to these, the, you know, his company come out with all these things. He didn't say anything. The guy next to him didn't say anything because they would have been, you know, fired. But, so what do they do? Do you just lose your job? Well, one thing that I'm going to be working on uh, this coming year is uh, to actually find some, uh, to establish some case law. So I'm working with some legal partners to try to find a case uh, uh, in corporate or in, or in uh, the government, uh, any kind of employer, to establish that a lot of these things are not only kind of distasteful and wrong, but they're actually illegal. They're actually a violation of Title VII of the Civil Rights Act, which is kind of de offering demeaning stereotypes of people based on race or sex. So I, I think one thing we can do in the next uh, year or two is uh, create a disincentive for companies to do this. And you could say, hey, this is now actually a legal risk. Uh, doing this could actually be a violation of the law. And I think corporations are not doing this out of any great conviction. They're doing this essentially as an insurance policy. Uh, to prevent activists from lambasting them as racist, capitalist overlords. They're appeasing the activist left on cultural matters to protect their economic interests uh, on financial matters. And, and I think what we have to do is really now raise the cost of doing this, because right now they pay no cost for telling, you know, half or two-thirds of their employees that they're internalized white supremacists. Right. Um, but if we can establish and win a case uh, to, to, to establish new case law that this is actually illegal, uh, I, I think that will change the game in corporations quite uh, quite rapidly. Are you familiar with the Great Reset? I, I am. You know, the, 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 I've seen the memes. Yeah, I'm yeah. familiar with the Great Reset. Yeah. Uh, it is, uh, it, you know, when you look at their own words and even the words of John Kerry, who just last week told the Economic Forum that, 
you know, as climate czar, he is going to be able to really move this forward. And and they asked uh, if it was if they were expecting too much from a Biden administration on the Great Reset. And he said, no, it's definitely going to happen at a larger scale and more breathtaking than most people really understand. That is uh, that's a little frightening. Because <laughs> yeah, it is, and I think it really underscores the the extreme importance of winning those two Georgia Senate races. Um, because uh, if we can create a kind of uh, a, a kind of safety valve or a kind of preventer um, in the Senate, I think that will go a long way uh, towards kind of crushing any large scale changes. But I mean, they're always going to hammer away at this stuff, and they believe in it. Um, a lot of these folks, and and you know, I went to the, you know, the, the, the schools and, and, and palled around with some of these folks uh, earlier in my life, you know, they're more comfortable in kind of international uh, mm-hmm. elite education events than they are, than they would be in Youngstown, Ohio, or Memphis, Tennessee, or Stockton, California. And I think a lot of it is they really have a, just a limited understanding of how Americans live, uh, what Americans value, um, and how life is outside of some kind of prestige global cities. So uh, I think these things, you know, everyone is talking a big game during a new administration, but I think as these plans uh, are exposed to the public, as details come forward, uh, you're going to see Americans putting their foot down and say, uh, we don't want this. This isn't consonant with our values, uh, and it has to stop. Christopher Rufo, thank you so much. I'm glad to hear your wife is doing better. Is she over COVID now? Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, she had a she had a hell of a battle with COVID and was in the hospital, but now she's home and and doing a lot better and uh, hopes to get back to uh, normal life uh, in the next uh, couple of days. Good, thank you, Chris. I appreciate it. Thanks, Glenn. God bless. All right. Let me tell you about uh, Rectech. Rectech will make the perfect gift this season. Perfect. If you love to cook outdoors and you can't do it during the winter, boy, is Rectech great. Uh, I cook out year round, even when it's really, really super cold, we still do it. But now I don't have to stand out in the cold and, and check everything all the time and worry about every time you open up the uh, the uh, oven door, if you will, the uh, the top, it lets all the heat out and then is the right temperature, et cetera, et cetera. You don't have to do any of that with Rectech. It's smart grill technology will blow you away. It can run the entire thing from an app on your phone or a device and that means no matter what the weather is outside, no matter what, you are cooking delicious, amazing food. It will reset the temperature. It knows when it gets even colder outside and is making the uh, temperature inside the oven actually uh, go down. It adjusts and it alerts you all the way and it doesn't need you. Oh, that's sad. No, no, actually, it's not. It's a stupid grill. That now has smart technology, Rectech. Find them uh, on all social media. Sign up for their newsletter. But I want you to A B compare these. They are they're just not going to find anything better than this. Rectech, R E C T E Q dot com. That's Rectech dot com. Ten seconds. Station ID. All right. He's Christopher Rufo. is pretty young, too. His wife had a, that big of a problem with uh, COVID, huh? Yeah. 
Jeez, that's yeah. uh, that's terrible. Um, I wanted to uh, bring some news to your attention, though, Glenn. Okay. Uh, that uh, of of a new actor. That, well, not a new actor. I guess it's pretty famous. Uh, Elliot Page. Uh, Elliot Page news Elliot out now that Elliot Page, Page. is a uh, is a man. Which is okay. uh, so that because I don't know Elliot Page. Who the hell is Elliot Page? Uh, Oscar nominated Elliot Page announces he is transgender. So a headline from Variety. Who who was Elliot Page before he became Elliot? Is that important information? Well, I think so. <laughs> because, I don't know an Elliot well, Page. There's no what, this person who used to be Ellen Page. The actress. Oh, from like the Umbrella Society. Juno. And, uh, Juno. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That is like not included in a lot of the headlines about the story, which I find to be odd because really there's no reason for me to care who Elliot Page is. I've never heard of the person. The person didn't exist until yesterday. Elliot listen, Page. Listen to this. Listen to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, we're just reading the headline. This is a variety. Oscar nominated Umbrella Academy star Elliot Page announces he is transgender. Like to me, that almost so, tells me that like a person who I didn't know named Elliot Page is now telling me he's he a, woman. a woman. Right. Right. I can't. It's impossible right. to understand this stuff. And I, you know, Ellen Page, who is a you know really talented actress, and I, I but now is apparently does not exist. I don't know why Elliot Page has been spending all this time taking roles from women. Amen. Playing women in movies. Amen, brother when, or sister. Right. When he was a man. <laughs> right. Why was he taking the role of the pregnant woman in... Juno. Juno. The terrible, terrible tragedy. That's... I swear, the, she, Ellen Page has spent the last... I think, I think Juno came out in 2007. Has spent the last 13 years like paying penance for mistakenly making a really good pro-life movie that she's ashamed of. And she, so she can become more and more left and crazy. And now she's to the point where she's apparently does not exist. She couldn't have an abortion as a man. Oh no! Wait! Oh, Men how can dare bleed. you? Wait, You're right. I don't mean to. That's right. Can't that's say that. weird. It is so. So it's an interesting thing. I you really can't under understand it, right? She. No, I have no idea who Elliot Page is. Uh, it, right, Elliot Page was not a person. Yeah. So who does does is Elliot Page the star of Juno? Right, because it says in here, you know, like Elliot, formerly known uh, as Ellen no. Page, it eventually does that. But it says Elliot Page, the Oscar-nominated star of Juno. Well, really, no, was, was he? Because that was a movie about a girl who was pregnant. What role did he play? What role did he play? He didn't play a role in that movie because he was not a person at that time. Does she lose all of her accolades? Does she lose well, all of her? Does she get? Su- her, does she get her royalty payments for these movies? She's not supposed. You're not supposed to dead name people, right? So you, you don't can't get ever bring it. So do you get all of the accolades from the past? I, I, I don't know. How does I that work? Hmm. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, you've heard of AARP. You probably know they're not your friend if you've done any investigation into them. But have you heard about AMAC? This is the Association of Mature American Citizens, and it is not only an alternative to AARP, it's the best alternative. Being a member of AMAC not only comes with amazing benefits, but it also gives you the opportunity to get involved in grassroots advocacy at the highest level. 
AMAC has a fast-growing army of over 306 volunteer advocates throughout the country who contact local congressional offices, uh, hold chapter meetings to learn about the issues that are important to them. I'd like to see what AMAC, I bet they're doing something big in Georgia as well. Uh, these, these guys are really good. They, there is power in numbers. And we need to stand together. Stand with AMAC as they fight the good fight by becoming a member today. The benefits are great. The cause is greater. AMAC.US slash Beck. That's AMAC.US slash Beck. All right, 30 bucks off your Blaze TV subscription. Available now if you go to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. 30 bucks off. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Thank you for listening. So you have the show tonight, Glenn, on BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Nine o'clock. You watch it uh, on Blaze TV. Also, I think it's going to be up on YouTube today. Uh, I'm pretty sure, too, it follows a fantastic new Stu Does America mm, don't know uh, that show. episode. It's great. And you're going to love it. <laughs> uh, but you have, you're doing something on the Great Reset. And this is something I think most people don't know anything about, frankly. It's only being now kind of called a conspiracy theory. Which is insane. Right. And, and it's like you do hear and you have all of the video of these people talking about this. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not it's not some crazy it's not the Illuminati or something like some conspiracy theory. No. It is real, but is it actually as scary as as you know you know the they're trying to make it seem like the left is saying it's nothing. It's just a conspiracy theory. Uh-huh. And then there's some on the, very few who've looked at this so far are saying this is actually a really scary real thing. This is a very real and scary thing. Do we have from uh, I think it was Monday uh, John Kerry saying that it's going to happen faster and more impact T- tonight. We're going to outline some of this stuff and I'm going to I'm going to show you uh, that it's not a conspiracy theory. We're going to tell you a little bit about what it does, what it means um about half the show is that but but also part of the show is is showing you people saying this is a conspiracy theory well then explain for instance this from our new climate czar john Kerry. are we expecting too much too soon uh from the new president or is it going to deliver first day uh on this uh topics uh the answer to your question is no you're not expecting too much and yes it will happen. And I think it will happen with greater speed and with greater intensity than a lot of people might imagine. Uh, in effect, uh, the, United, the, the citizens of the United States have just done a great reset. We've done a great reset. Um, and it was a record level of voting. What astounds me is that as many people still voted for uh, uh, the level of uh, chaos mm-hmm. and uh, breach mm-hmm. of law and order and, and breaking the standards. Uh, uh, and I mean, you can run a long list and, and still it attracted attention. And I think that the underlying reason for that, Borger, is something that everybody has to examine. I think Europe has to look at that uh, with Brexit and the rising national populism, nationalistic populism. Uh, which is really one of the priorities that we all have to address. Okay. So what they're saying is anybody who wants to be free 
anybody who wants to say I'm not part of this big global system. I'm not. I'm Brexit. I'm 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 British. I don't want to be a part of that system. That has to be stopped. That has to be addressed. And that has to be crushed. You remember, he said a record turnout. Well, yeah, it was a record vote on both sides. You know, and you're just saying that what a third or half of this country or 60 percent of this country that believes in the Constitution and our own rule is just stupid, wrong and has to be dealt with. That's the Great Reset. So is the uh, is the Great Reset a general theme in which uh, Carrie and others are saying, look, we went down a wrong road. We need to turn around and go back towards good things. Or no, is a specific a total, plan? It's a specific plan. It is um, from the World Economic Forum and uh, it's the UN 2030. Remember, UN Agenda 21, that was a conspiracy theory. But then they suddenly changed the name of Agenda 21 to Agenda 2030. Um, and lo and behold, it's exactly the same thing. This is a coordinated plan. The Great Reset was developed a long time ago, and it is it was first said as um, uh, or the slogan, build back better. You know how weird that sounds? Yeah, such a weird okay. clunky. It came from another language. It was over in uh, Asia when they had a big tsunami and I think it was Japan or Taiwan. Uh, was recovering from this and they said in their language build back better that has become the slogan now of the great reset because they see racism you heard this when the marches were going on racism is even a bigger problem than covid in america so we have to do something that's their emergency covid is the cover emergency it just is the the lucky coincidence that has now happened to provide that to reset capitalism the free markets will be gone capitalism gone the dollar gone land ownership by 2030 gone you can't own a piece of land Owning a company, if you want to own a company, you have to be in a special class. They will select the people that will be okay for that company ownership. This is this is China's capitalism, okay? Mm-hmm. Then the state dictates what you have to do. You pay a very high tax as a company to be able to have the honor to do business and run that company. You have to give back into the community through taxes and like taxes we've never even thought of before taxes on everything you have to run it the way the state says to run it they can come in and say nope you're making too many of these stop making these start making these things you have it's to have corporatism it's, it, it's, it's fascism it really i mean it's similar to the the model that you know outside outside of the racism parts of it obviously but like the the structural economic model of racism of fascism that they used in the 30s yeah. similar like they told they told the companies what to what do, to do and you could they still own yeah but they, you they, you had to do what they said you were going to do right so it's not really ownership as we know it no and it's just like it's just like russia's you know the oligarchs you know they're all hand selected or they're bumped off uh, the same with uh, china you do what the state says or you find yourself disappeared you don't own that company anymore that's the way this will work 
So is this a realistic thing for the United States? I mean, it feels like something you might see implemented in maybe a European country or maybe a third world country. But it the is the United States. Because the banks and the big businesses are all on board. They are all on board. Why is Nike doing this crazy thing? Well, you, well the Nike is doing this because they're going to get share, you know, bigger share in China. No, no. China is uh, Nike is doing this because this is how you're going to have to behave to have a business anywhere in the world. You're going to have to play ball the way they say. This is these companies, many just go to the World Economic Look at the companies that have been involved in the planning of this thing. You're not going to be surprised by which companies they are. They have all been a part of this. This has been going on behind the scenes. They knew that there was a problem. For instance, I pulled all my stock, all my money out of my out of the stock market, and I have worried about catastrophic collapse of the stock market. I still worry about it. I still worry about it. But the reason why is because I couldn't see how they were going to reset the dollar and how they were going to make sure that these great companies globally don't go over, don't go under. Right. You, you can't let them go under or everything is gone. How do you seize power, change everything and keep the stock market going so you have money left for the right people? The Great Reset. I put my money back in the stock market. The Great Reset. The Great Reset will keep the stock market going. It, it may crash, but it will come back. And the right companies, as, as you know, according to the governments, the right companies will then be selected. So so the audience understands we can now call a peak of the stock market if Glenn has put his money back in. Yeah, uh, I'm so wrong now, on this every time. My wife <laughs> yeah, said to me, honey, you've been saying that the dollar is going to collapse for a long time. Yeah. And I said, yes. And I couldn't see how it was going to happen. I knew they had to bring us down to the rest of the world's level, which is ongoing. I didn't see how it was going to collapse. But now I do. I know the dollar has to collapse for this to happen. Then you can have a great reset. It's why COVID has has been going on and on and on and on. And well, we've got to move the goalposts because that's the way to collapse this economy. It's a way to collapse this uh, this dollar because they're just going to start printing it and giving all of this money away, which will devalue the dollar and bring us down to the standard of the rest of the world. Then they push reset and it's a global system. How does this stuff happen? I mean, was this something that they were planning on doing when they thought they might win 400 electoral votes? And no, they've been doing Senate. this for years. So this can happen even with if Republicans win the Senate and try to could theoretically try to block a lot of it. Yeah, I think the the, the only hope we have is that, that Georgia, we win Georgia and the Senate locks arms and says, uh-uh, we're not moving anywhere. Because they can still do a lot of this behind the scenes, can't yeah, they? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's already it, happening. Mm -hmm. It's already happening because it's extra constitutional. It's ab above and outside of the Constitution. It's just business just the business people doing it right now. And we're just talking about it. Once they have all of that, which they're damn near uh, ready. Once they have a new universal currency, which a Bitcoin-ish kind of coin done by the central banks. That's the important part. 
It will be done by the central banks. They will have total control of how much money you have, how much money you earn, how much money you are saving, how much money you are giving, where you're spending it, where you're not to spend it. And if you're a depersoned person, your money's gone. I I love that, too, how these governments are now getting into this cryptocurrency world where they're creating their own coins. And it's like the whole point of this was Was to get away from you to get away from the government and also that they couldn't inflate it. Right. And there's only 21 million Bitcoin. There can't be any more. And so the idea is that they're always increase in value because there's scarcity. Uh, Eventually that happens where if you're the venezuelan venezuelan government did this first i think which where they created their own cryptocurrency and nobody bought it nobody bought it because it's not the whole point of it is to go against what the government is trying to do to it's a way of shielding yourself from government nonsense here's the thing there are going to be new revolutionaries there are there are going to be new radicals but the radicals are going to be quoting thomas jefferson and george washington they're going to be talking about individual not collective rights but individual rights those are going to be the new radicals. And it's funny because they're, we told you yesterday, they're going after Eric Clapton and Van Morrison. Since when did rock and roll say, yeah, we're, we're with the government mandates. <laughs> we're with the media, the government mandates, and, uh, you know, popular culture. Yeah, if you, you, <laughs> you're not pushing back against the man if you're in, embracing every mandate they put <laughs> yeah, out there. I mean, it's, right? it's, it's really crazy. It's really crazy. This will produce new radicals, and it is really important. Listen to this carefully. It is really, really important that you don't join a group or anything else that it will be perceived as radical. You need to learn because once you're on a list of a group that, I mean, if you're a blaze subscriber, ah, that's up. Sorry, that time's passed. But if you're a, you're on a list, uh, it may be hard to get off that list. Even impossible. You can always join that list Later, and I'm talking about political movements like I, you know, if there was such a thing as Black Lives Matter on the right, be careful, be careful. Make sure you know who these people are, what they are really after, because there's going to be a list drawn. They're already drawing it. So I am, I'm a genius at multitasking. I can do this like, well, I can't, I can't, but I hire other people to do the other things while I'm doing something else. So it's really, it's like the X chair. I have the X chair multitasking. It's I'm a multitasking genius right now. I'm not only sitting, I'm also getting a massage and a little heat to the back. Meh. I can walk and chew gum at the same time. I haven't tried it in a while, but I can sit and get a back massage at the same time. <laughs> With the X-Chair, it's the new XHMT from X-Chair. It stands for Heat and Massage Therapy. That's the HMT. It attaches to the uh, X-Chair to provide heat and massage technology right to the core of your body. It helps increase blood flow, muscle recovery, and most importantly, it boosts your energy. It's a great, great addition now 
to the X chair. Find out all about it at xchairbeck.com. You'll get $100 off the X chair by just going to the letter X, word chair, beck.com, or call them at 844-4X-CHAIR. X chair has a 30-day guarantee of complete comfort. You can finance your purchase for as little as 30 bucks a month. So go to xchairbeck.com now. Use the promo code XWheels, and you're going to get a free upgrade to the X-Wheel Blade Casters. It's xchairbeck.com. You're listening to Glenn Beck. This is the uh, Glenn Beck program. I want to, on a personal note, ask you, please, to support your local stations and support your local uh, uh, commercials. Commercials you hear on this show are really, really important. Um, The only way this country survives is with local broadcast and the ability to have people like me and local people like me on the air. And they're going to come under attack. Uh, We are about to lose, I think, uh, the best FCC commissioner the FCC has ever had. I've been in broadcast for 45 years, 44, 45 years. Hmm. Never, never have I even known the name of the commissioner uh, and and thought kindly of him. (laughs) Um, Ajit Pai is leaving now because the Trump administration, Ajit Pai, he's the guy who stopped net neutrality. Uh, He has protected the radio and television industry. He has protected the Internet. He gets it. And they are going to put somebody in that is going to put net neutrality through. And we should point out, he was completely right about net neutrality. Completely. In fact, what has happened is the exact opposite of what every left-wing group said. I mean, if speeds are faster, the internet is 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 totally different than yep. what they promised. Yep, uh, and in a good way. We now know because they're pushing for net neutrality again. It has nothing to do with that; it has everything to do with controlling the internet. 